Tune In listeners. You are listening to Tune In Radio for Your Mind, Body, and Soul. And I'm your host, Keila Parkinson. And I'm <clears throat> getting ready for a throat clear here right up, right away <laughs> as we talk today with our amazing guest, Teresa Piscati. And Teresa, um, Teresa is a photographer. And so I'm, I'm really doing like just quickly going right into the show and the introduction because I'm very excited to talk with her because she and I can talk probably for three days without a break. <laughs> So we're going to have a lot to talk about and cram it into this hour. Our show, as you know, listeners, if you have listened before, is all about mindfulness and the practical application, the ways that we can use it day to day, and the ways that people around us are using it, even if we're not aware that they're doing so. And Teresa fits that bill because Teresa is a photographer with a lot of wonderful years of experience and quite the portfolio. And um, you will find that if you go to our Anchor podcast version of our show, and that is at anchor.fm slash tune in mindful radio if you're not already there. And we're going to have some pictures there you can see in the show notes and some links where you can see some more of Teresa's stuff and also at our Facebook fan page. So without further ado, please help me welcome Teresa Piscati. Hi, Teresa. Hi, Keila. How are you? <laughs> Good. How are I'm you? So happy to be here. This is going to be great. This is just, I've been looking forward to this all week. This is going to be a fantastic experience. Oh my gosh. I'm it, ready to chat. It already is. I'm ready to chat too. So, you know, um, Teresa and I actually connected because she did my headshots and, um, and she knows my sister. And so I'm just going to go right out and be like, yeah, we know each other from these ways. And I love it so much because we got connected, um, you know, different parts of the country and then have this connection which is wonderful and then um you also you were so great to our whole family and <clears throat> some family portraits that you did um with us and for us and um and and you just have this amazing life and i just i loved the vibrancy and the authority together Thank that you, you brought to our photo shoot yeah I hope it was fun and amazing as well, because that's always what it's supposed to be. If it's not fun and you're not having a good time, then you're not relaxed and you're not, you're not, I'm not capturing your true selves. Mm. So. Yeah. And that's one thing you're really good at. And I'll tell you, one of the things that really caught my attention too was the setting that you brought to this, because um, we weren't just doing like family photos. We were doing multiple generations with like all the different, like, you know, group family drama right and there wasn't a lot of that but like we all had all that we were bringing all that energy to it and you made this really harmonious because you were doing photo shoots of like multiple families and then the whole group and the different ways and you really were seeing the different connections that were there and then we had a piece where um we had a family member we have lost and so we were commemorating pictures also and so there was like a picture of a picture and you did everything so tastefully and the part that really connected to me thank you was the setting that you created, the setting that you found and discovered for us, which is um, a beachfront area and um, this beautiful little Zen garden. And you have this little cones. It's called the secret garden. Yeah. People yeah. do not know it exists here. It's secret. <laughs> it's, it's so secret. beautiful. <laughs> I know. Don't tell, right? Because then it'll be overrun. <laughs> but it had so many great little alcoves and crannies and nooks, you know, that we could go into for all kinds of different settings. And no, also, it gave, yeah. honestly gave five different, it looked like we went to five different locations, it which did. is why it's such a key place. Yeah. And then there was this esoteric piece, right? And you know, this, you and I, this is what we really connected on. I was like, oh man, there was this piece of the energy of this place, right? Because it's all these little nooks and crannies were like little meditation spaces, right? They were yes. created with intention. And so we had, we had the beachfront, we had the garden setting, we had all the different, you know, backgrounds that made for the, the pretty background. And then we had this energetic piece that grounded all of us and connected us. And that, to me, was this really cool extra element. I, I enjoyed. It really was. What your family brought 
was just as important as to what I brought mechanically with the mm. equipment and, and my personality. Everybody came open and friendly and when we left, I felt like family. No, me too. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. Um, yes, I love that. Yeah. I love that. And so that actually led me to asking you all kinds of questions, right? About like, oh my gosh, how did you get to be so intuitive with your right. photography? And you, you've let me know, and this is what I really want our listeners to learn about, you know, that, that you intentionally are about bringing the light of people out. Right. And I, I know a lot of photographers will say that I want to get somebody to smile. I want to see them laughing. I want to see their true insights, but to add that extra kind of sixth sense piece that was so yes. necessary for this kind of photo shoot. And I have a feeling you do that with all these things. So give us the stories, Teresa, tell us some things that you've done with that. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> adjusting down, down here. Um, everything I did was in New York city for mm. over 17 years, high end events, celebrities, magazines, TV, uh, published, you name it, uh, transitioning to Florida during COVID. Um, it was October of 2020. It's a whole new game down here. Mm -hmm. So I transitioned into family portraits and products and I love working with people and in getting them together, it's, um, I'll have a consult with somebody because going back and forth on, on the tell on the, um, with text messages just doesn't, it just doesn't share that, that vibe. Mm -hmm. And one that happened recently was with a woman named Ashley, who's part of a, um, a women's group down here, a business group. And she had dealt with a bunch and she had written a testimonial that it was a year's time had passed and she was dreading new pictures and mm. she took a chance and she called our session the unicorn session. Mm. And she says, that's what you need to call them. Nice. I said, you know, she had asked me, um, what would we do? I said, well, this is what my plan is. So I said, we'll go downtown St. Pete. We'll start off at location A. You bring outfit changes. I said, and the rest is just going to happen. I said, we're going to work with the murals. We're going to work with the architecture and we're going to just go stop to stop to stop to stop and capture what's happening. Craziest thing that happened is when you do that, magical things happen. And I believe that that's, I believe that they happen intently through the universe. Mm. We were taking photographs on a sidewalk and a gentleman walked by, um, uh, city of St. Pete logo on him, holding a very, very small dog, looking super cool with like rock star hair and glasses. And he walks by and he says, would you guys like a guitar for the photo shoot? Cool. She looks at him like he's got three heads. <laughs> I know that if a photographer is willing to walk back to his apartment and get a guitar, I was all over it. I'm yeah. like, yes, that would be so generous of you. He comes back, not just with a guitar, but it's in a coffin case, which a coffin case is when it's fancy and it's velvet lined. And he opens oh, it up yeah. and it's, it's a double neck guitar, cool. which means there's two guitar next to it. The girl is still thinking maybe he's crazy. <laughs> I realized he is incredibly yeah. generous, creative. Turns out he collects guitars. He's okay. got 52 of them. Wow. And we got pictures of her with, I explained to her, um, the little amp was, an, it's a company called Orange. And he brought down a hat that said Orange. And much like Marshall speak, speakers, mm. Orange speakers are teeny tiny, teeny tiny little ones that have monster sound, like the sound of like six Marshall speakers. Okay. So in Gatress, the orange does not refer to oranges or Florida. The orange is the speaker brand. Mm -hmm. She let loose and we got some wild pictures of, of her, you know, doing yeah. a rock star stance with a cap on backwards. And this just happened during one of our episodes. And you just meet people along the way where magic things happen. Uh, getting people to relax. Um, I'm big on, um, 
I, even though I don't know somebody personally, I can read their face when it's mm. posed or when it, when it starts to get stiff. And I'll stop everything. And it's like dealing with four-year-olds. And I said, listen, I'm going to tell you to do something silly. I said, shake everything out like it's jelly. Mm-hmm. I said, and then, and then restart. And I want you to feel your shoulders drop. I want you to feel the laughter. And I want you to say the word asparagus. And you say <laughs> yeah. the word asparagus all times. Because, you're, you know, you, your face ends on a natural smile as opposed mm-hmm. to that hard tease. <laughs> so um, that's, that's how it happens. It, it's, uh, I'm blessed with a gift. Aside from the the eye to shoot and the mm, love of mm-hmm. shooting, um, I, I was so painfully shy growing up. Huh. No one's more surprised at this ability at this age than I am. I was a wallflower until I was twenty one. Wow! Painfully, painfully, painfully shy. Okay, and so I I'm interrupting you now because I that I say that I use that phrase right. I'm like I was literally painfully shy because I would blush so hard my face hurt. Right when I, when someone was talking to me and addressing me, tell me what your painfully shy looked like and felt like for you. Oh my gosh, I would I would curl up like a, like an armadillo. Oh man, I was an instant armadillo. I did not want to be seen. I did not want to be noticed. I had. Uh, poor body image even as a kid I just wanted to blend and be invisible Ooh. and my art doing fine art that was where I bloomed and blossomed mm. uh, I went wild I was talented born creative so okay. I've always been painting and drawing and was pulled out of class second grade third grade fourth grade through grade school through high school pulled out to design posters you know for whatever was going on in class fun i would go home and i had the great support of my mom but when you don't have anybody in your family who's creative Mm -hmm. it's a tough nut to um it's it's difficult yeah because um well i don't yeah i do um i need to wait i need the way to go i need Mm -hmm. that that's awesome Mm -hmm. i I need a cheerleader sometimes Mm -hmm. my own head's not enough i need to know like wow that's an amazing image Mm -hmm. once in a while I don't need to feed my ego steadily, but I think everybody likes to have that acknowledgement. It's like somebody doing an exceptional job at work. You hope that someone notices and said, you know, you, you really did a great job at that, Kiki, you know? Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. I, you know, that makes so much sense. And I, I think also, um, sometimes socially, right? It's, there's this right. whole idea of like, oh, creatives don't make money. And we know that's not true. It's just that the standard is like, you're only successful if you're like really famous and very rich from it. And we're like, right. I, I always think like, you know, if I'm going to go, if I'm going to go into insurance, because supposedly that's more stable, I'm not right. expecting to be the insurance person that every single person recognizes as a household name, you know, like what's, what kind of pressure is with being a creative, you know? Well, I tell everybody, you know, uh, being, um, being a freelancer um, isn't for the faint of heart. Mm-hmm. You've got yeah. um, your comes and your goes, and you're figuring how to pivot. Uh, COVID was really a, a blast mm-hmm. on that because I specialized in event photography in New mm-hmm. York, and COVID came and everything just yeah totally seized up. It's like okay, now let's try to no pun intended refocus, repivot, right. and uh, go in another direction. Yeah, I did pandagrams for a while. Did I tell you about what a pandagram was? No, uh-uh. What's that? <laughs> this is going to be a story, too. <laughs> it's a great story, actually. Good. Um, it was April. It was the first week in April because my cousin's birthday is April 1st, and I'm April 9th. Okay. So um, I knew his birthday was coming, and it was uh, 2020, and it was debt. New Jersey it was hit so, so hard yes. um, mm-hmm. with debts where, where yes. I was anyway. And um, people getting really, really sick. I had caught COVID for a good mm-hmm. solid four months before they knew what it was. Uh-huh. And um, 
his birthday was coming up. It was very gloom and doom. So I went and I decided I'm going to be Pandemic Panda. And I'm going to bring <laughs> joy, love, and laughter to people. So I went on Amazon and I ordered a, a big, <laughs> a big giant mascot head of Panda. Oh my gosh. And found a bodysuit and stuffed it. And then um, the Silvers, have, an old group, have, have a song called Boogie Fever. Oh, yeah. Boogie yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is great. And um, I, I put posts out on Facebook. My cousin was the first one to get it. Oh, that's I great. I bought them donuts. I rang the doorbell, and I had my cousin's wife video. I said, you don't need to know anything. Just <laughs> I come to the door, and you be prepared with a video. And they died. So I brought them donuts, and the other thing um, that I had that I would offer would be like a, a six-pack of Corona for the coronavirus. Yeah, you know, it was by right, means right. Made to make fun of. Right. But it, you can't believe how many people did it. I charged a ridiculously flat fee of twenty-five dollars just to cover That's my gas. Cool. I didn't even look to make money. Wow. And then whatever, if they wanted the dozen donuts, they paid that for cost. If they okay. wanted a twelve-pack of beer, how whatever cool that was, is that? for cost. But. I was all over New Jersey singing and dancing, sweet 16, That's hilarious. up and just being a, a character and a half. Panda okay. Panda. Now, there have to be, like, some videos of this, right? We have to be able to search and it find is. that. There's, oh, my gosh. That's of so me pandagramming my, my brother. Oh, my gosh. Because they knew I was doing it, but they had no idea to what extent my level went. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. And you're in, you're in like the costume and you're anonymous. You can be as, as crazy as you want to be, right? There is a freedom in a mascot. Yeah, that's right. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. Um, one of uh, the most fun, I, I'm trying to remember if I heard it on a podcast or saw a documentary. And so this anecdote really doesn't have much legs, but about this young woman who was so incredibly shy and she would never like do a backbend or backflips or anything. And she really wanted to be, um, a mascot and she when she would put on like her mascot costume she would do back handsprings and all these things that she couldn't do as a gymnast in class and then she'd be like well that's not me that's the character and I'm like whoa <laughs> right the freedom freedom the, of expression mascot heads bring <laughs> superhero powers. so cool okay and I don't mind being silly in in person but with that yeah. mask on I mean you really got to be open it felt like you were a character in Disney. You got to be over the top yeah. with the hand movements. Yeah, you have with the to. With the body shakes, and oh, it was fun. It that was sounds a really like a blast. Time. What a way to bring joy to such a difficult time. I can't wait to watch and, those videos. Look, that, that was the <laughs> only purpose of this, yeah. was just to make people happy. There was no financial gain. I was not making any money doing this. A lot of times it was in the summer. The costume felt like 400 degrees, <laughs> 90-something degrees outside, and I still put my costume on, and the slippers and the, the Mickey yeah. Mouse hands. Oh, that's great. When you see the video, you'll uh, you'll certainly get a good laugh. I cannot wait for that. Oh, my goodness. Listeners, you are listening to Tune In, radio for your mind, body, and soul. I'm your host, Keela Parkinson, and we broadcast on WVLP 103.1 FM from Val- Valparaiso, Indiana, the beautiful Vale of Paradise. Today's show is underwritten in part by Kiki Productions, Inc., communications coaching, teaching exercises to help you cycle out of fight or flight in the moment. With a mission to create individual harmony to add peace to the world kiki productions inc's philosophy is when you are confident focused and authentic with your message you are a magnet to those you wish to attract learn how you can speak your truth with love at coach 
We are talking today to Teresa Piscati, who is a photographer. And let's tell people right away where they can go online. So in case they want to see some of these images, I mean, they're already Googling the pandemic panda right now, by the way. But <laughs> it has, a, has its own Instagram. And that's where oh, the I video can be seen. Yes. There's not a lot of posts on it, but the, okay. the boogie theme or dance one. Oh, my gosh. Panda. panda. So fun. So now where can they see Teresa Piscati photos? Where can they see some of your work and some of the old stuff and some of the new stuff? Um, face, um, Instagram is the best. It's okay. at, and it's Teresa Biscotti, T-E-R-E-S-A-P as in Peter, Y, S as in Sam, K-A-T-Y. And that's got quite a gamut from start to finish. When I came uh, to Florida, I pulled out a, a lot of the New York work because I didn't want people to think that I was out of their budget down here because uh, it was all celebrities and high end. Yes. And I tried to incorporate more family pictures and I'm, tr- I'm still stumbling through social media posting where occasionally you put something of yourself, occasionally you put an inspirational quote, and that seems to have driven some more traction mm-hmm. to the Instagram. And yeah. um, on uh, Facebook, I'm just Teresa Piscati. Okay. And my website is, let's see, I just, I, we ju- I just You launched just launched today. a new one. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations, really, by the way. A really amazing deal. That's um, great. I'm, I'm so happy to be able to share that and celebrate with you. That is Teresa Piscati photo, period, my pixie set, M-Y-P-I-X-I-E-S-E-T dot com backslash. Okay. So it's Teresa Piscati photo dot my pixie set dot com. Excellent. And, okay. Uh, oh. it's, it's still a little raw. I still need to add some images to it. But at least it's published and live for the first. This is the first time I have a real deal nice. um, website in forever. All my right. work in New York was word of mouth mm-hmm. all these years, and so it wasn't anything. Yeah, and I would just send people to Instagram. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. And and you were less B two C back then, right? Business to consumer. You were more um, to yeah to like hiring companies probably if you were freelancing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, PR companies would yeah. hire me to shoot as house photographer. I mean, yeah. I had shot um, guitar. Legends for Heroes events, which, oh my gosh, the best event of my life. All guitar, uh, all famous guitarists, have, more than half of them are already in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. So from Dave Navarro, um, Joe, Joe D something from Rascal Flats, can't think of his name. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Nancy Wilson. Oh, cool. Um, Big the list is just outstanding, but yeah. I mean, I've gotten to... I've gotten to attend some of the coolest things in the world just by being me behind the camera. Yeah, yeah. The experiences have been outstanding. So I'm not going to make you tell celebrity stories, obviously, right? If you're looking for getting hired in the future, you don't get to do that. Yeah. spill the tea right yeah because I want to know not I want to know like the main thing I want to know to start with is what's the difference of trying to bring out that light in somebody who's so used to everybody doing that or being so charming and magnetic already do you feel that you can get their authentic self or no or do you think that that matters yeah tell me because I don't don't play like everybody else yeah I don't get starstruck okay there's they're just people so yeah if you're approaching someone person to person and say, can I, can I, you know, do you have a moment? Can I get a shot for the magazine? They become open. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you might say, you know, I've got a, I'm not looking for autographs. I'm not looking for the behind the, the scenes. I've shot for, on TV shows behind the scenes and stuff. I think it's being a real person to person. I think that they find that very, 
very unusual to be approached by someone yes. that doesn't really care who they are or what they do, just wants to capture a phenomenal image of them in, in their authentic self with an authentic smile, and they relax and they let their guard down. Nice. Most of them have been fantastic. There's been a handful. Oof, yeah. I've got stories, and I could point you to a couple <laughs> pictures. Um, you, need to take, you need to take a look at the picture of Alan Cummings okay. on my Instagram. Okay. And he looked at me, that picture, that's not your average picture. Okay. He, he's looking at you with great disdain. Oh, um, no. Was, <laughs> was, I, I left the picture up because yeah. it's hysterical. I had to eat crow. I didn't do anything or say anything rude. Okay. It was... Um, it was the fault of, of the publicist uh, as he came okay. and he got an attitude. And boy, you take a look at that picture and the story That's behind so it's very, very funny. That's so funny. So I, I like him. He's a I good actor. I to come back on to the red carpet for a singular, a singular shot, which was mm -hmm. necessary. Yeah. And he had already done the group shots. So that was, um, that's one of the ones I leave up. And there's another one. One of the real housewives of New York is my least favorite person to photograph. <laughs> She's one of the originals, and uh -huh. she will attend the opening of an envelope and pretend <laughs> she want to be photographed. Yeah. And every time you have to approach her, she's there to be photographed. Yeah. She's there to be published. Yes. Like, they don't come with these things right. to have a cocktail for now. Right. They come to be photographed right. and published. All of them, so yes. Tap, tap on the shoulder, the, uh -huh. uh, the, uh, the eye roll. Can I get a picture of you? Yes. And she turns around and gives a smile like a slee stack from Land of the Lost. <laughs> if I'm not <laughs> Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. People have to look that yeah. up. <laughs> yes, everyone else will have to Google yeah. that. <laughs> that sounds creepy, yeah. She is. <laughs> oh, my, that's great. Yeah, that, and I think that's the kind of stuff. We want to hear that stuff, too, right? That, that's fascinating. Because also, that's a piece of... Um, I don't know. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna postulate for a second, and I could be totally wrong. But because I have worked corporate events, right? Um, I also used to freelance. I used to be in production, and so there was always talent. So my, my job was wrangling the talent, right? Which is like basically like you know um, logistics of getting like from from the limo to the event, or from you know backstage to on stage, or you know it could be could be very long. It could be very little. It could be coordinating their travel when they leave. It could be all kinds of things. And, um, and, and that involves a lot of like, you're so amazing. What else can I do for you? Right. Whether you yes. mean it or not. Yeah. And then also making sure that, um, you only speak to them at those moments when you're supposed to be, you know, be speaking to right. them. Right. And right. we, we know there are these celebrities who it's in their writer, like the camera person cannot make eye contact with them. And you're like, Oh right. my gosh, who thinks oh, like this? There have been a few of those where you could tell that they came, they were, um, they were on the cover of the magazine and I, I would cover the, um, each month they would have a cover release party. So it was the celebrity that was on the cover plus a whole lot of New York, um, personalities. And, um, one of the cover shots was, uh, Paris Hilton, but don't tell. Oh, uh -huh. <laughs> don't tell, don't tell listeners. <laughs> <laughs> she realized that she had a bad spray tan. Oh no! And put sunglasses on, and only said for the for the magazine editors that she would take three pictures okay. with three high end guests, and that was that. Okay. And um, they threw this whole party for her, oh for her to go behind these little ropes, and they had it, it was kind of like Sophie's Choice. They had to pick out of mm -hmm. all the all the attendees. She was supposed to be out about. They all had an opportunity. She yeah. put on her big Jackie O shades, and <laughs> I took those. I was able to take others because yeah. I was. Photographer, but um, 
another one of those instances where someone just kind of busts in, does their five minute show up and busts out. Somebody who was phenomenal, mm-hmm. Kelly Osborne. Oh what yeah. An amazing, amazing person, energy, entity, soul. She was fabulous. That's amazing. Yeah. Yes. You would it's a very much a contradiction as to what a lot of people would assume certain personalities would be. And that's interesting and too, right? Yeah. So much. And low key that like the yeah. housewives of New Jersey have elevated their egos out of this universe at this point. Where in the big right. picture they're really not their average people don't realize that when they when they film it, it's not reality. There's thirty people around them with cameras. I've been on set with them, so it's you know, it's can, can you see that a little louder? Yeah, right. Can you say it a little dramatically. Yeah. Right. And it's tough because you've got a, a universe of viewers that don't know that that's how it truly plays out, that it really isn't reality. Yeah. It, it appears and they generate that um, that vibe that you're you're um, you're hearing a secret, you're eavesdropping, you're that fly yeah. on the wall, hearing mm-hmm. the conversation, that's ah, well posed yeah. and, and <laughs> cut and you do it again. It, it's very surreal to be on set when stuff like that is happening. Sure, I bet, right? Yeah. At the, reality. You know it's it's called reality T V and it's a genre of television. Yeah. Of scripted television. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Well, and pseudo scripted, I should say, right? Because the script is not, um, it's, it's more fluid and it's rehearsed, right? It's, it's less rehearsed, I guess. Yeah. Exactly right. right. It it teeter tellers on on those two contradictions. Yes. Yes. And so my understanding of that comes from having written the creative treatment for a reality show once. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. I know. I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. No. It was a show that didn't get picked up and it was, um, it would have been very fun. Yeah. It would have been very fun. Honestly, it was, um, in 08 and it was right, um, it was right before the economic crash. And I understood that the crash was happening, was going to happen, was imminent because it was a great project that had legs and had backers from the production company, from the venue we were in relationship with that was going to be the the um, subject of the creative uh, wow. drama, and from um, all the corporate sponsors, all the like commercial sponsors that were like part of the industry that was being featured, and everybody said we love it. If you back it, then we'll we'll buy in, and they all were saying that, and I was like, oh, that's not a good sign. Nobody has money. <laughs> What the heck? There, nobody's nobody's taking a risk on new projects that they already love. And I was like, my husband and I were like, oh my gosh, what are we gonna do? And I was like, oh, I'm gonna start my own business. And he was like, are you crazy? <laughs> and I said, what a perfect time to fail. And that's when I started communications coaching yeah. instead of writing failure, for other people. Failure yeah, is the best lesson of all. I've yeah. failed multiple times. Yeah, and as long as you keep getting up, you're a winner. Yeah, you're a total winner. I agree, right? And that's the whole, you know, what is that fault? fall down seven times, get up eight, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This is such a fun conversation. We are talking with Teresa Piscati of Teresa Piscati Photography. Is that how you call the, is what you call the business? Yes. Yes. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) Guess I guess I should have asked that at some point in life, huh? Yeah. (laughs) Teresa Piscati Photography. And you are listening to Tune In Radio for Your Mind, Body, and Soul. Excuse me. I am your host, Keila Parkinson, on WVLP 103.1 FM. And our show is brought to you in part by Universal Love Clothing. Universal Love Clothing creates beautifully designed, positive affirmations and pairs them with the coziest eco-friendly fabrics in the world to bring you clothing you feel good in. Find your perfect fit at universalloveclothing.com. Oh, man. So... 
So we're talking, of course, about mindfulness, and we're talking about this wonderful, wonderful talent that Teresa has of um, dialing into someone authentically, right? Whether it is a celebrity, whether it is a crazy chaotic event, whether it's a personal um, one-on-one photo shoot, whether it is family with multiple generations, right? All these different ways. And you're going to do animals next really soon, right? You're doing something this week for the hive. And talk to us too about the hive and what the hive is and like your relationship with them a little bit. (laughs) My my relationship is more the kinship I've got with with your sister, Mm -hmm. Carissa. And she's been doing fundraising for the, the hive. And I just, I saw her post about it. I said, hey, how about, you know, we do um, pet photography. You get the donations, send them to my location with the slip and win. We do it that way. I'm not too familiar with it as I'm still pretty new to um, the area. But it's, uh, I know where it is. I know, yeah. it's, I know it's very creative. <laughs> it's very creative. Yeah, about the hive. Yeah. Well, at some point, we we probably will feature the hive um, and some people on the show. Um, Jillian Abbey, who is a the author of the brand new book, Perfectly Queer, from from Hay House. Um, She is she is one of the founders, and I think my sister Carissa Wright is on the board of directors. And um, and yeah, and they the hive actually has created Tampa Bay's first open and affirming LGBTQ plus proms and dances and events, right? And so one of their, yeah, yes, yes. And they're doing like winter formals, all kinds of fun, fun things, right? A place where I believe it's for um, the homeschool community, but I think that the dances are open to public school kids. I could be wrong about that, but I'm sure people can Mm -hmm. find information there too. But you are helping your, so you're going to do this animal photo shoot. And I want to kind of segue into how fun it's going to be for you to then bring out the light of these animals, right? Because that's one of the fundraisers that the Hive is doing and you're doing these fun pet portraits for people so so what's that piece like when you connect with the animal and you bring their light out well you have to be super goofy because (laughs) the animals have short attention or you try to do something really out of the norm to get their attention (laughs) not to startle them yeah to get itself raising squeaky toys or doing a crazy dance like working with babies (laughs) you know tilt their head that way it'll be um, it'll be fun it's never a challenge animals are 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 easy it's getting them to to sit and then, you know, taking a bunch of pictures in a row, and you know, you can see it in the sole of their eyes in the mm, picture when yeah. when you when you when you've got the shot. I can always I always know when I've got the shot, no matter who or what I'm shooting. It's that's it. I know mm-hmm. it right out of the camera. That's you so can fun. Just smell it, you can feel. Yeah, you can really feel it. Um, so yes. yeah. So what? Who's harder to to f- photograph, animals or babies? <laughs> Babies. Babies, because, I figured. Oh my gosh, I'm a first-time <laughs> grandma. My oh, congratulations. Months, and my daughter wanted me to do the newborn shots, which I did, but it was like being a new mom myself. My daughter was born 6'9", so she okay. came home no bigger than a Purdue chicken. Aww. And I was <laughs> afraid to put her arm through the teeth. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Legs, and it doesn't change when you become a grandma. Yeah. They're Purdue Aww. chickens again. Yeah. I didn't want to do the hand gettys. Yeah, right, right. Swaddled yeah. and tight. And yeah. So we did some fun ones um, where the baby, uh, I, I got some fun outfits, a spa outfit with a pink robe and fake cucumbers to put oh, on her eyes. Oh, how cute. And, oh, my gosh. <laughs> we did stuff like that and some light posing. So newborns are, are easy. Children, okay. there's always a blinker in the family. Yes. Always. With someone who absolutely does not want to participate. So I'll that was me. family relax. <laughs> I'll, I'll relax the I'll relax yeah. the kid a little bit. 
there's always something to bond over. Do, what do you like to do? What would you rather be doing right now? Yeah. Open up and they start talking. And That's smart. before you know it, that shield is gone and they're a willing participant with the family. That's so, smart. Sometimes the best pictures, um, I've got a picture of siblings on where we went to that secret garden. There's also a jetty of the big black rocks. And it was a very personal moment of two brothers just um, examining the rocks really close. But it's one of the best family portraits I can say I've done. It really captured the essence of the the boys being so inquisitive of nature. Oh, that's so really cool. a lot of times my best shots are the <clears throat> shots that nobody else sees. I just have this sense of timing for magical moments. Yeah. And that is what I love the most about what I do is it's not just the posed pictures. It's keeping my eye open and there's an intuitiveness. It's not like it's a voice. It's not like a maybe it's a feeling. I, I wish I could put it to better yeah. words. Yeah. But to turn and to notice something and um, it's capturing something and uh, it does not feel voyeuristic. You capture these mm-hmm. tender moments that would not have been captured otherwise if the people noticed them. The only people getting the, the images at the end are the families that I'm shooting the wedding for, that I'm shooting the... So it's not like I'm shooting these, these images and they're going to like a local magazine and someone's like, oh, there's, you know, Johnny and Justin on the rocks. What are you, you know? Yeah. No, it goes to them, and they are just so grateful. There was a wedding that I flew up to Coney Island for in September, and I've got pictures of the grandmother. It was a, They were a hoot of a family. I mean, everything was shot. We did all the outtake images at, at Coney Island at the amusement park with the cyclone in the background. Cool. We, I showed up early at the mom's house, and I caught <coughs> images of her gently putting the yarmulke on the grandson. And it's the only oh, grandson. Okay. And it wasn't posed. She was sitting, you know, in the seats. They were waiting for the, you know, for the husband and the wife to come in for the ceremony. And it's just, it whispers and it screams this this beautiful tenderness at the same time. Yeah. Those are the images that are my favorite ones. The ones that nobody else sees, that aren't posed, that are magic moments that happen during the course of the event. Those are like the most precious ones to come across. And I think they move other people too because... For other people, it might feel voyeuristic mm-hmm. that you're that you're seeing such a personal moment captured so beautifully and without anybody really looking or, or posing, but it, it shows the course of the event. So, I think just that description right there kind of helps differentiate how you bring out because you are not doing it from a sense of removal like so many photographers I have known personally do. Right. You are doing it from a sense of connection. Documentary. Yes. And right. There's not a creative bone in the body. Just document, <laughs> yeah. document, document. Right. Start stay, finish. yeah. Stay, stay, stay distance, stay, you know. And that's, yes. you know, it could be a journalistic training, right? That That's the Absolutely. old fashioned journalistic training, for instance. But you are very connecting with that lens and you're and you are emoting with it. Right. And and that is a sense of invitation. And so even if you're like not even being observed, you are this great observer in that way, in the sense that it's. I appreciate that. That's a a wonderful comment and description. Mm. I love I love how you said it's not voyeuristic because that really, I think, clinches it. And so um, so I think this is a good segue for us to talk about, too. You know, this sense of intuition that you have that is developed, that you have used in different ways. And I 
you you right you even um you even had an opportunity at one point i think i know that you you wound up not doing this because it wound up not being like so um, legitimate but you were telling you know there was a point where you were going to use this talent and your photography to like kind of do some readings and so so talk to me tell us all first of all a little bit about that intuitive side and if you want to get into like a little bit of you know how you felt like it was kind of handed down to you and then and then get into that story too of the the almost you almost were in a, sh- a reality show too <laughs> we both have an almost reality show connection <laughs> the, the, uh, the journey was interesting yeah and i'm glad at the i'll get to that after mm-hmm, i, I mm-hmm. speak the other part yeah <laughs> abilities have been passed from the female side my grandmother my mother, myself, and both my girls are all blessed with an intuition and a psychic ability. Um, the dead come to me in color. That's, mm. that's my stupid human trick. Uh, I, I tell you how it happens. Um, I did contact your sister once with colors that came to me. Yeah. And turned out I was on point. I've gotten very, I've gotten much more comfortable in the last couple of years with sharing it with people. I'm not at the Teresa Caputo yeah. Where I walk up to people in the grocery store. <laughs> Not yet, I, huh? His, his spirit <laughs> contacting me right now wants to send a message. Yeah. But I, I have, the first person I did it to was a very good friend of mine in New Jersey. She had lost her mom. And um, for some, all of a sudden, it was like 8, 12 p.m., and all I could see was the color yellow, and all I could see and think of was her. Mm. And 8 o'clock turned to 9 o'clock, to 10, to 11, to 12, to 1 in the morning. And the longer... The span got this. The, the more physically sick I got, so I was getting us. I was getting nauseous and more nauseous and more nauseous, and I put two and two together. I'm like, okay, maybe if I release this information, maybe this this illness, this sickness will go away. Well, who are you going to call at two o'clock in the morning? You don't. But you know what you do? You go on Facebook and you go on Messenger because <laughs> if somebody's awake, yeah. The, we're not disturbing them with a phone call. Nobody wants that telephone call at 2 o'clock in the morning. So I sent her this long diatribe of blah, 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 blah. I'm not crazy. This is the first time I'm doing this. Can you please tell me what you had in your hand or was surrounding you at 8, 11 p.m.? And she boop, 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 sends me a picture, and she's got a, a yellow scrubby. She okay. was doing the dishes with a yellow scrubby at that time. I said, that is your mother coming to you and telling you that she is with you. It happened again with her on the recent side, the colors will be insane that yeah. come to me. It'll be, um, it'll be purple and um, chartreuse. Mm-hmm. And I'll call someone, are you near something purple and chartreuse? And <clears> my, <throat> um, I'm doing this all through telephone calls. I don't do okay. it through a video. And I sent her a message. I said, this is gonna sound insane, but are you, stop what you're doing. And is anything that you're holding or you're in your immediate area, chartreuse and purple. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, holy bleep. She's got a kaboom bottle. She's cleaning her hand. I said, that's 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 your dad. I said, he just wants to let you know that he's with you. And so they come to me in, in these yeah. silly, silly ways. I have very intuitive dreams. I don't mm. follow my own intuition, which I'm trying to change that mm. that circle with my kids. I've told mm-hmm. them from when they were very young, don't ever not listen to your gut. I mean, our guts are a little different than everybody else's, and follow it. You know, if you feel... A bad vibe. I remember being 16 and driving in a car with a boyfriend, and all I could hear in my head was, "Watch out for the deer! Watch out for the huh. deer! Watch out!" So I said it out loud, mm. and sure enough, uh, we came around a corner about a quarter mile later, and what came out of my mouth? Watch yeah. out for the deer! Wow! So, so, so you know, silly things like that happen. Mm-hmm. You really, uh, the 
universe and um, general public makes it seem like such a, a charlatan thing to have. People, right. everybody thinks that they can read tarot cards, and everybody can. There's yeah, there's directions. They come yeah. with directions right. inside, but you have to bring that intuitive gut, mm -hmm. those feelings, your spirits, whoever's talking to you, however way these messages get delayed. Get, get delayed, get relayed, excuse me, mm. um, is, uh, that's what takes it to the other level. Um, I was, I had a, a long night, I had done a long editing job, and it's not unlike me to keep in crazy, crazy hours, like I call them raccoon hours, up all night, <laughs> catnapping during the day, <clears throat> yeah. and the news was on, it was 8 o'clock in the morning, and I was chilled, this was just a few months ago, uh, I was in bed, I had the covers over my head, but I was completely awake with my eyes closed. I could hear the, the news channel going over the weather. And all of a sudden, out of the blue, my mom, who had passed away a year and a half ago, I hear her voice, Teresa, you missed a phone call from the doctor. Oh. And it was her voice, clear as day. And it was like she was in, in the, I'm going to weep, I'm going to tear up. Um, I Thank you for it was her this. voice clear as day and I was awake and I reached for the phone and sure enough mm -hmm. I missed the call I was waiting for the doctor wow. how I put the phone on silent I have no idea hmm. but she her voice came through the, the minute that that phone started ringing that I missed it because when I picked up the phone it had said you know 10 seconds ago was the call mm -hmm, so mm -hmm, um, you just mm -hmm. have to be yeah. open and I yeah. watch for signs and I I always tell everybody look up and I say, mm -hmm. enjoy everyday magic is my is my personal tagline because every day, everything, it, it's how you look at the world. Um, everything is magic. Yes, yes, it is. Oh, thank you for sharing that personal story because it's uh -huh. very touching. And um, so I've got I've got two things, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna do an observation first, and then I have a question for you. And so my observation is that. Um, you know, we were talking about this idea of like how pe people think that it's only charlatans. Some people think that it's only charlatans who have this intuition, right. right? And I think that there's a fear around that. My observation is that there's a fear around that for any of us who aren't tapping into our intuition, right? And so my personal experience has been that the more I tap into my intuition, the more I can tell when someone else is tapping into their intuition as opposed to trying to grift me. Right. right. And so it's yeah. interesting because it's like, well, why do I need their intuition if I have my own? And I think that that's actually really an important key, too. We don't necessarily need someone else's intuition. But when we add our intuition to other people, we're even more profoundly wise and guided. I have a very funny story to tell you. Yeah. It just happened two weeks ago. Okay. Um, a dear friend of mine from New Jersey, Sarah, was celebrating a birthday and her daughter and daughter-in-law decided to take her on a trip a mystery trip to nowhere. She had no idea where she Fun. was going until she got to the airport. And her favorite place in the world is St. Pete, but the girls booked it for Fort Lauderdale. So okay. we found an Airbnb. There were six of us total. We're all we're all psychic. We're all very intuitive. Fine. We're all in Fort Lauderdale. And um, a beach gypsy kind of walks by uh -huh. and says she wants to, you know, she wants to read us. And the, the joke was, if you were psychic, you'd know that we don't need you, that all of us have <laughs> Exactly. Move it. Keep it moving. That's fun. Oh my gosh, that's fun. Someone just, you know, pedaling along the beach ready to do tarot cards. Yeah, right. Also, <laughs> enjoying our vacation. 
Exactly. That's really funny. I love that. Um, it reminds me of a moment that I had that was the opposite of that. Also on the beach. It was um, the beach here at Indiana Dunes, right? So the Lake Michigan beachfront, which also has its own tide. It's big enough for that, right? These great lakes. It's so beautiful. And I was with a group of women and we were doing um, a new moon blessing, right? We had gotten together. We were doing like a group meditation, but we had just stood up and we were singing. And so we were just together hanging out, singing on the beach. We could have looked like anybody. And some woman, I, all of a sudden I turned and I there was some woman walking along. It was, it was dusk. It was, you know, we the, new, the moon was coming up and someone was walking along and she had that kind of iconic like crone look right this long silver hair flowing behind her and like a scarf behind her and I just was like oh, come join us to this stranger and she said what are you doing and we said we're having a new moon ritual and she's like oh my gosh I just moved here from California and I was literally just thinking I it's a new moon and I miss my ladies I used to do this with it gives me cold chills to think about it and she joined us it was so cool <laughs> so cool because it was just like I saw her and I was like she has to be part of this look at her look (laughs) so cool right yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so so it can it can go both ways right we can tap into it and we we can tap into it to go yes or no which I think is really helpful so my question that I have for you is um, when you connect with people and you talk about like, okay, so the yellow is coming through and that's your mother, you know, you're scrubbing, you're cleaning the kaboom, which I love that one. That's so interesting. Cause it's like purple and chartreuse. Like what is, and then you're like, yeah, a kaboom bottle. <laughs> I love that. Right. The colors are very specific. Very specific. It's a hydrangea, that, that okay. purplish blue yeah. color. They're very, very, very specific on the colors yeah. that, that I, that I sense. I don't see, I see them sense yeah. them. I wish I could have. I wish I had a better way to describe what happens. Mm, it's just yeah. Um, well, I'm wondering, my question is, so when you when you share that with somebody and they're like, oh my gosh, you know, and you're like, in that moment, you know, your mother was with you, for instance, do you ever hear feedback that says like, oh my gosh, my mother gave me that dish, dish sponge or I was thinking of her while I was cleaning or anything like that. How does that go? Is there anything you want to share uh, about that? I have hit the nail on the head mm-hmm. 100% of the time when I have shared it. And it's, it's still not an easy gift to share. It's mm-hmm. something that I, I sit on. Yeah. But when I tell someone to sit and to look at what's immediately around them, if it's a hydrangea blue and a, a pink, the only time that um, it, it was a little bit of a struggle, I was positive it was pink and yellow. Absolutely positive. Ba- you know, um, baby pink. Okay. Baby's breath pink. Okay. And the person said, no, there's nothing. Hmm. And they looked at themselves and they were, they were in baby pink pajamas. Oh, uh-huh. And I was like, that's enough. That's yeah. what it is. Okay. So, so, someone that you care about female is just trying mm-hmm. to let you know that they're, they're around you. And it always, always is a person who the day before asked that loved one for a song. Oh, that's so nice. It, that's interesting. Very, yeah, it's been fascinating and coincidental, and I'm sure like you, you don't believe in coincidences, there's yeah. higher forces, yeah. and sometimes I just feel like I'm a messenger, but I've gotten a little more comfortable to talk about it with people that I'm familiar with, but I'm, I certainly w- wouldn't walk up to a, wouldn't walk up to a stranger. But, yeah, um, yeah. But it's, it's a fascinating gift. Like I said, it, it started that first time with that happy sponge. I'll never forget where I lived. I was in Milford, New Jersey on the Delaware River. Beautiful location. Very, just absolutely beautiful as far as nature and the river goes. I remember being in the, the room. It was um, it was a finished attic. So I, I had the, uh, the, 
the eaved ceilings Mm -hmm. and just sitting there and getting sicker and sicker Mm -hmm. and sicker. Couldn't fall asleep by the hour until I did this purge release. I went outside on the porch. I texted her from the phone and the response was immediate. And she was uh, so receptive and so grateful. And she's a believer as well. Mm -hmm. And it was having that, that, that first time give you enough confidence to be willing to do it a second time, a third time with somebody else. So and cool. um, I feel when my mom's around, she comes to me in dimes and she comes to me in white feathers. Oh, so I, I have a, a fishbowl that I, I collect them both in if I'm out on a walk. And I'm not talking going by the beach where a seagull just got right. attacked and there's a right. pile. It'll be something random where one stuck on my yes. leg or I'm walking oh, someplace cool. and it's, it's a white feather. It's not just any feather, white feathers and dimes. I remember you talking about that. That reminds me of a story, too. So just in a second, I'm going to share that. First, I want to say, listeners, once again, you are listening to WVLP 103.1 FM. You can reach our station at WVLP.org. And you might want to go to WVLP.org slash support because uh, December 1st begins our pledge drive. And it is time to support the kind of local radio that you love or the kind of local radio that you like to listen to from afar if you are a listener to our podcast. Our show is underwritten in part by Kiki Productions, Inc., Communications Coaching, teaching exercises to help you cycle out of fight or flight in the moment. With a mission to create individual harmony to add peace to the world, Kiki Productions, Inc.'s philosophy is when you are confident, focused, and authentic with your message, you are a magnet to those you wish to attract. Learn how you can speak your truth with love at CoachKiki.com and visit the newsletter for parents and families at buildbetterhumans.substack.org.com. I said dot org. <laughs> dot com. I love, I love the phrase that you just said about being mm. the magnet to those you wish to attract. Yeah. And I feel that that's what I've done here. Yeah. I was disappointed. I was considering going back up north after a year, but it was a rough year. Like I said, when my mom had passed, I had only been here two weeks before I found out she was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. Mm. So I completely isolated. That was December of 2020. Mm. And everything I owned was it was down here intact. I isolated for a week so I wouldn't even bring a germ up with me. Uh-huh. I remember taking my dog Pearl up, stopping at the local Chick-fil-A and getting three sandwiches, one and a half for each of us for the car ride okay. home. So I wouldn't have to come in contact with anybody because having had cancer again, mm-hmm. I didn't even want to bring her a head cold. Yeah. And uh, I forget where I was going with mm. this. About Just the um, the magnet, magnet, um, with being the magnet yeah. for the people. Yeah, um, yeah. I guess it's it's chalk this up to being fifty five and and having yeah. a, a a memory issue at the moment. Yeah, but um, in uh, going back, uh, it was, has something to do with going back. Yes, in in, yeah. in moving back, she passed three weeks mm. after I got home. Mm. Uh, they had misdiagnosed her mm. being a. Dedicated. I'm a cancer survivor as yes. well. Stage four, head and neck. Wow. 17 years. Oh my super gosh. Super rare adenoid cystic carcinoma. Okay. My mom got breast cancer after me. Hmm. She recovered from that and they were treating her. They were going to give her a gallbladder surgery. They said she had gallstones. She didn't have gallstones. She had pancreatic cancer. Oh I don't understand gosh. to this day how the doctors didn't give her a scan to see for sure. Yeah. But um, oh, I guess sorry. it was a blessing. I'm, I still struggle with it because yeah. of the lack of that the doctors Attention. missed it, yeah. despite her being um, a very dedicated patient with going to all mm. of her scans, all of her appointments, all of her doctors. I mean, she was left a mess after the breast cancer. The first doctor mm. didn't get all of the cells out, oh, so I took her to the hospital I went to. It was quite an ordeal. Yeah. And um, after her passing, 
I stayed up there for about six months helping my father out. He didn't even know he was in the grocery store. He said, Therese, he said, the, the, the girl at the register told me to swipe, and I didn't know what to do. And yeah. my dad's a smart guy. Yeah. still ran a whole uh, trucking and mulch making business and brilliant, can build anything with, with the mind of an engineer, but he didn't know what swipe was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I spent six months up there reorganizing everything because my mom had done everything after he passed, came back down here for a second new start mm-hmm. and each new start was it was square one it was like starting all mm-hmm. over again and mm-hmm. I finally feel the last three months I've got some traction with my work with my reputation mm-hmm. it's all about integrity mm-hmm. with me being of of my word if you sign up to do anything I will be there mm-hmm. I mean someone said that, that they would cancel it inexpensive if nobody shows at your event, I will come there and I will shoot everything in your shop and I will give you social media pictures yeah you know that you'll have for months and years that I don't, I give too much percent, mm-hmm. 100% of the time is something I'm very, very proud to say. And I think it's with people, it's with products, it's with creativity. I went mm-hmm. to do a consultation a week and a half ago. And um, again, you're attracted to who needs yeah, the phrase. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I offered to do a, a consultation and of course I brought the camera with and it's a it's a deli and market across from um, a racetrack down here, and the husband and wife felt defeated. Mm-hmm. They needed some social media. I said, let me just start shooting up now. I said, instead of it just being a consultation, let me show you what, what I do with, with what's existing. Uh-huh. I ended up staying there for three hours. He made wow. sandwiches. He made meals. He brought them nice. out. Um, I didn't charge them anything yeah. because I just felt that kind of connection. And she wrote the, the biggest testimonial, and she texted me on the way home, uh, and, and the next day after she got the images, that they had recently bought this. They had recently moved from north to down here, invested okay. in this market in this deli, and the people that owned the website, they were holding off on the website, they were holding off on the email, and come to find out the electrical, they had to put almost a million dollars in to correct the electrical, and they felt defeated. Yeah. And they said, after I left there, the energy that I left them with, they were inspired nice. that there is good, a good in the good in yes. the world, that they were onto something, and that they had found one of the people that they were meant to find to help them yes. on this journey. Aww. See, so, <clears throat> and that's the most important thing, I think, yes, right? And that's what you really bring to people. You really bring that that authenticity, like you were quoting, right? You really bring that authenticity. You bring that magnetism. And there's something palpable with that, you know? And I see you, like, when you start talking about, like, your integrity and, like, how you bring 200%, 100% of the time, like, your whole physiology shifts. Like, people can't see it because we're just in an audio, but, like, it does. Like, you just, you get very centered. You get grounded. I think your voice is clearer. I mean, I just, that whole state of being. Yeah. uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. You know, artists artists get a bad rap. I mean, I can be as flaky as the next person (laughs) on the right day, but... um, they don't yeah. realize that that there are, there's so many of us that work so hard mm-hmm. at our craft, no matter what it is. I, I paint, I illustrate, I collage, mm-hmm. I, I build things, I make things. Photography is just one of the the tools in my chest, and I love it. Who'd have thought that the shy kid from Jersey I love that would too. end up just being the, the belle of the ball in New York, talking and yeah. shooting everybody? Yeah. I mean, I used to, I used to tell people, I said, I'm pretty sure I could ask them to get naked on the on the platform and they would be yeah right the trust the trust they have such a blanket trust in me I've, i haven't ever abused it with anybody yeah a regular person celebrity child adult anybody but 
you'd be shocked, absolutely shocked at how if you tell someone to do something, they do it. I mean, I some of the best shoots I've had is, is with a musician friend of mine named Aaron Paul that I've known for 10 years. Okay. He was Simon Cowell's first boy band, World oh. Worlds Apart. Okay. And Aaron and I would go into the city and we would just rule the city that day. We'd Fun. be in, on a meeting and I'd be like, you have to get on that planter. I'm going to shoot. Yeah. I'm going to get on the ground and I'm going to yeah. shoot up. And he would do it. And we would stop traffic. People would stop in the traffic. Bravo, bravo. Yeah, how traffic. fun. Because you you <laughs> you're get getting such a shot. An audience yeah. that you command when you just... Yeah. Yeah. You just live. And yeah. never destroying anything and never, never doing any damage. It's not like we're jumping into abandoned buildings. Okay. We're in the public taking advantage of... I have an eye for seeing the interesting and for, you know, for seeing what could be an interesting background. And Aaron's my man. I mean... And the angles. You just get together. It's an explosion of creativity. How fun. I love that. And the angles that you get to, you you personally like contort yourself, right? And you have like chronic back pain right now. But you were telling me before, right? We were like, oh my gosh, when I get in the zone, like I forget I have a body. Like I do all these things the next day. I pay for it. Yeah. So, I mean, tell listeners if there's more to add to that anecdote because that's so cool. It's insane. Um, one of the things was um, there was a, a TV show called Basketball Wives. The, the oh, yeah. women were I remember in that. an event being held. And I was told, get the photo of the cake coming in okay. with the uh, sparklers on it. They weren't sparklers. They, they were kind of like those tubes of fireworks. Yeah, okay, uh-huh. And, okay, this is, that's my hyper-focus is okay. get the cake, get the cake, get the cake. I'm aware of the cake. See the cake. See the cake in the back. I tell the guy, please, when the cake's coming out, please flat, flat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need some kind of clothes. They go to get it. You've got one shot at doing this. This is kind of like the twirling of a bouquet. There is Uh no redo it again. Right. So the cake, I can see it in the back getting lit. No one's given me any preparedness. I scale up a stack of chairs Uh from the top to shoot the camera down. Of the, the wait staff bringing this cake out and get the shot. Nice. You know, get the sure. shot. With, you know, like I'm, I'm like a monkey, like yeah. a spider monkey. <laughs> and there's one picture of me that a friend took of me shooting, and I called the Matrix photography yeah. method because it looks like I'm dodging some type of a, an, you know, an invisible <laughs> red. I, I'll share the picture, you know, with Fun. you later. Fun. It's, and yeah, no, it's all fun and games until I wake up the next day with the Yeah, the right, yeah. I run on this crazy, um, enthusiastic, uh, creative, mm-hmm. exciting energy. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's adrenaline. And it I, it's just because I love what I do. And I, I keep it going. And even after I leave a shoot, I'm still riding this high from the people that I shot with. Yeah. Knowing the images in the camera, knowing that I've got several of these million dollar pictures that you know nobody else could possibly get because you just can't get people to be that that trusting i think that's a big part of it i think that they they trust me Mm -hmm. and my direction when i tell them everyone was um i did a headshot event last week and everybody everybody went against the wall with their chin up very similar we were all kids where the photographer came put the the, oh yeah yeah right yeah Right, right, right. Yeah. Everybody thinks the best look and to hide the double chin. Yeah. Is to look, to look up. up. And what that does is it makes you look like you have no neck. <laughs> so I, a couple pictures of up the woman. I said, listen, I said, we come from the same school of thought. Mm-hmm. You've got to relax. I want you to take a couple of breaths. Okay. Do the, do the jelly. Then yeah. Shake it out. Shake it out. And take a breath. 
and you'll feel your shoulders naturally fall into a natural mm-hmm. position. And then I'm going to take the picture. Nice. So we're going to do one, two, three, breathe, relax. And I snapped it and her face looked amazing. She had an elongated neck, everything else. She was all scrunched up. Once people see the results in the camera, yeah. they, they, they trust your direction to do anything. And people have gone outside of their comfort zones, not with doing anything they're uncomfortable with. The smiles and people that don't like to be photographed, they're the ones smiling. They're, they're, they're lining up for shot after shot after shot. To see somebody do that, especially me, where, you know, I'm, I'm very much like the Loch Ness Monster. There's very little photographic evidence that I exist. <laughs> Or, you know, that, that yeah, one right. picture, you know, you know, you know, Nelly in the water. Yeah. But um, I realized that with my kids, because I was always the one taking pictures, I'm not in any of their pictures mm-hmm, mm-hmm. growing up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they look like yeah. Dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> I swallowed my own pride no matter mm-hmm. what I look like, because we all look back at the college pictures. We all thought we could lose some weight. We're like, oh, it was hot. I was hot. What was I trying I know, right? Hide? So funny. <laughs> Right. Yeah. I've taken my own advice and I participate in pictures despite really not liking to have my photo taken at all. So yeah, I'll I'll do it with with a happy smile. Yeah. Isn't that the irony? The photographer who doesn't want to be in front of the camera at all for anything. I think there are so many photographers like that, right? And I think that this, what you're doing right now, Teresa, is very vulnerable, right? You're being, you're here, you're sharing your story. You're kind of putting yourself out there. I know we're, we're like, we're not taking a video of this, but, but you're still putting yourself out there, right? Like this is, this is a little more evidence that Nessie is real, right? Like, it's just like, doing this this has been such a fun conversation i have enjoyed so much my conversation with Teresa piscotti and um about the way that she the way we all can with our intention bring out the light in others thank you again for joining us Teresa. and we will Listen, s- i need to tell you i yeah. have permit on Aww. but the muscles in my face hurt from smiling this entire time Aww. this is the best thing i've done in a decade yay so nice, so nice to share my insides and my mm. thoughts you made it such a um, such a friendly playground to do so. I'll play in your sandbox. Any Yay! Day. I'm so glad. Thank you for saying yes to the invitation. We will see oh, you later, meditation. I hope there's more to talk about. Someday. Yay! I'm sure there will be with us. We'll see you later, meditators. <laughs>